Well, praise God. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Risen from the dead, praise God. Alive and powerful. I want us to open up with John chapter 10. John chapter 10, beginning in verse 14. Actually, we're going to begin in verse 5 and then jump to 14. So let's begin in verse 5. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Now to verse 14. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. I want to repeat verse 16. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Father, I thank you for your word tonight, and I give you praise for the working of your spirit upon me and through me, but also on those that hear, that they might receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen. So in this passage of Scripture, and this is the Lord Jesus recorded here in uh, the Gospel of John in uh, chapter 10, in this passage we find Jesus declaring himself to be the good shepherd that lays down his life for the sheep. Who are the sheep? Those that will believe in him and follow him. Both past, present, and future, praise God. He spoke of his followers here. These are the sheep, praise God. And in the opening verse of uh, verse 5 that we started with, uh, we find that Jesus... Uh, refers to his sheep, the believers, as not following the voice of strangers. Who are the strangers? Those not of him, Jesus. Those not of the good shepherd. Those that don't lay down their life that are not of Christ. Uh, the ones that are his sheep, the believers, they will not follow them. Why? He stated that the followers of him would know his voice and therefore would not follow those that are not of him. Praise God. So what he's saying here is that they would be able to, believers, followers of Christ, they would be able to recognize that which is of God and that which is not of God. And the, the authority is knowing the voice of Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now, when we talk about the voice, we're talking about present tense, dear ones. We're talking about in our day, in our hour, in our life. Praise God. The voice. Amen. I submit to you today that the unity of the body of Christ, the church, is primarily based on our ability to rightly discern the voice of God and the voice of the devil. He said that there would be one flock and there would be one shepherd. And he spoke of this in verse 16. Remember, I repeated it. We read it again. That it would be 
not of the fold at, that he had at the present time that he was speaking. It would be into other, uh, we could say that the time of the Gentiles that we are in now. We could say that uh, other believers that would uh, come to him, uh, you know, but we can say very definitely as long as the lordship of Jesus is um, viable, then this is something that is intact. This scripture is for us because the lordship of Jesus is for us. Amen. We are of the fold. He is the shepherd, praise God. Hallelujah. So even in, in this day and age, we can hear the voice of the good shepherd. And the unity of the body of Christ, I have already submitted, is primarily, not, you know, not on down the, the list, but primarily it is based on the ability to hear the voice of God, to hear the Lord himself. Amen? Hearing, especially in the New Testament, I said hearing, especially in the New Testament, is our ability to hear within ourselves. Amen. It's not so much these ears on, the, on our head as much as it's the ear of the heart, the hearing of the heart, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, especially in the New Testament, our ability to hear within ourselves the Holy Spirit's conviction of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Yes, there are many voices in the world we live in. Possibly more voices than ever. In an audible manner. We can hear all kinds of voices, literally hearing them with our ears. But what we hear in our heart is what makes the difference whether we are deceived or not deceived. Whether we are strong or whether we are weak. Amen? Whether we know God or whether we don't. And so it's important that we understand that even though there are many voices, there is only one conviction of the Holy Spirit. Amen? There is only one voice. We don't listen to the many voices of the strangers. We listen to the one voice of God. And that will be in here. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, again, we listen to the, uh, uh, the conviction of the Holy Spirit and we allow that still small voice within us to be the primary way we know and follow our Lord. Amen. Amen? Praise God. So again, Father, I thank you for this word. In Jesus' name, convict our hearts. In Jesus' name. In John chapter 16, verses 12 through 14, we find Jesus again making a powerful statement. He says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. So he is speaking to his disciples, and he says there's more he wants to tell them, but they're not able to grasp it at present. And so we're speaking of an ongoing speaking of the Lord to his disciples. Amen? Amen. It goes on to say, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you, into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come now verse 14 he will glorify me the Holy Spirit the Spirit of truth 
He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Praise God. So here we find the truth of the leading of the Spirit of God ongoing in order for us to know Jesus' Lordship. Amen? Amen. Why does the Holy Spirit speak to us? Primarily that we might know Jesus, that we might be a follower of Him, that we might uh, have the revelation of His guidance. Amen? Amen? The guidance of the Holy Spirit is all about Jesus. Jesus said he will not speak on his own authority. He will glorify me. Hallelujah. His guidance and power are yoked together with the knowledge of Jesus to a lost and dying world that we might come out of the darkness into the marvelous light of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, many people say they don't know the conviction of the Holy Spirit. My response is to you that say that, you don't know the Lordship of Jesus. Now before you get mad, hold on a minute. We've already looked at enough scripture to back that statement up. We've looked into the scripture and we know the conviction of the Spirit is about the Lordship of Jesus in our life. His guidance. Amen? Hallelujah. That we might follow Him. Praise God. So we've already got enough scripture on this. If you are a believer and follower of Jesus, Jesus himself said you will hear his ongoing voice by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now having said that, let me say something else. You can hear the voice of God. So don't get mad. Get glad Amen. that if you haven't so far there is a newness of life coming to you, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. You can hear the voice of God. And you may very well hear His voice already, but you haven't recognized it. So let us look at Hebrews chapter 3 in the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 15. <clears throat> and again, New King James, and it reads, While it is said, Today... Today, if you will hear his voice. Look at somebody and say, is he talking about today? Yeah, today, if you will hear his voice. We can hear the voice of God today. Amen? We can hear him in the present, praise God. And even into the future as his return. Amen? His return is coming, praise God. So, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. So right off the bat, we don't want to rebel against God and say, well, you know, He doesn't love me and, and He talks to others and He doesn't talk to me. Stop that. Don't harden your heart. Don't allow your, your inner man to become uh, angry. Don't allow it to be unforgiving. Don't allow it, you know, to say stupid things. Amen? But let your heart remain or cause it to become softened. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. You will never hear God if you get angry and you say things like, God speaks to others, but he'll never talk to me, or, or I'll never hear the voice of God, or things like that. No? 
The first step to hearing God is softening your heart. Confess to God that you do not know His voice. I mean, get real with Him right now. He knows it already. Amen? So out of your own mouth, say, God, I don't know your voice. God, I have not heard your voice that I know. Confess it. There begins the softening. There begins the chipping away at the hardness of heart. Amen? By just getting real and confessing who you are. And then, along with that, ask. Ask for His forgiveness and mercy. You say, well, I don't really believe I need forgiveness or mercy because I don't. Oh, yes, you do, because Jesus said his sheep hear his voice. And if you're not hearing it, there's something wrong. So you need to confess it. I'm not saying that God's going to beat you up one side and down the other. I'm saying this is how we soften our hearts. We get real to God. We confess that we... We may not be the ideal Christian. Amen? And we say, Lord, forgive me. I need your mercy. I need your loving kindness. And then, along with that, worship Him. Worship Him. Begin to sing songs to Him. Maybe you can just sing your own song. The Bible says we can sing a new song, praise God. Say, Lord, I love you. I worship you today. I glorify your holy name. Just begin to worship Him. Maybe you know a a song from church, or maybe you can uh, uh, sing a song that you may have heard on the radio that glorifies God, whatever. But just begin to worship Him. Out of your heart now, that's where worship comes. Worship Him. Uh, Submit yourself to Him in song, in praise, in adoration. Amen? Amen? Maybe you're not the best singer. Well, that's probably what you need to do then. Right. Amen? If you think you're a really good singer, maybe you ought to spend time, you know, just telling God how much you love Him instead of trying to sing it. Amen? I mean, it's okay to sing. I'm just saying don't do it on your own strength. Trust in His strength. Trust in His forgiveness. Trust in His uh, welcoming. Amen? Despite you. Amen? In spite of your lack of abilities. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Invest time in prayer. Notice what I said. Invest time in prayer. And thank God for His goodness and mercy. Thank Him in advance. Thank Him in advance for the ability to hear His voice in your heart. Lord, I thank you for being able to hear your voice. Lord, I give you praise for being able to hear your voice. Lord, I thank you that I hear your voice. Hallelujah. Declare it by faith. Declare it by faith. Begin to say by faith that you are beginning to hear the voice of God by the Holy Spirit. Because you desire to follow Jesus and know him more intimately. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 through 21. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 through 21. The Apostle Peter writes, Knowing this first, 
Knowing this first. So this is something we have to know first. Amen. That no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. So even though God will speak to you in your private time, you won't get a revelation that is, you know, off the charts weird. Amen? It will not be something that you have this special revelation of the Scripture that nobody else has. This is important because God will give you interpretation. But it, it must be subject to uh, others in the body of Christ as well. Amen? If people are trying to give you chapter and verse and say, no, that's not right, you might need to listen to them. Amen? Praise God. But here we go. Knowing this verse, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man. I just don't will to prophesy. I will to allow God to speak through me, but I don't just say, okay, I'm going to give you a prophecy now. No, it's by the Holy Spirit. Amen? For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men, people set apart to God, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So let me say it again without uh, stopping. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of, the scripture, of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. 1 Peter 1, 20 through 21. As we keep our hearts tender to the Lord by worship, prayer, thankfulness, and faith confessions before Him, we must always keep the knowledge of the Scripture front and center of our hearts and minds. So we're not going to try to believe God for something the Scripture forbids. Amen? We're going to believe God according to the Scripture, knowing that this is the guidance already. This is what God has given us to lead us already. Amen? So we keep the Word of God, the Scripture, first and foremost in our hearts and minds as we ask for the voice, as we ask for His speaking to us. Amen? So He has already spoken to us uh, according to the Word. The Lord will not speak to you and guide you contrary to the Scripture. As he's already spoken to us by the scripture or the written word, the written voice, if you will, uh, he guides us into more intimate and specific uh, conviction. Amen? So the Lord God states in his word that he will meet all of our needs according to his riches and, and glory. It doesn't say that he, in the scripture, to go down to this specific place and put in a job application. It doesn't say that. But it does say that He will meet our needs, and it does say the Holy Spirit will guide us. So if He tells you to go to this place, and it's an honorable place, it's you know not, not something that will uh, cause you to get into sin, but it's an honorable place to, to serve the Lord, then you would put your application in because you sense the Lord. Amen? You sense the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord. Oh, I'm told it was 2 Peter and not 1 Peter. I apologize. So 2 Peter is where I read from. All right. So it's important that we understand that the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit is going to be uh, hand in glove, amen, amen, with the Scripture, praise God. He will, he will not tell you, I'm going to never meet your needs and I'm going to destroy you today. He's not going to do that. He may tell you, if your life doesn't come in line, it is leading to destruction. He will do that because that follows in line with the Word. But God is not going to tell you, I'm going to kill you today. That's, God. That's not God. Yeah. Amen. And if you've heard that voice, you need to rebuke it. And you need to claim the voice of God in line with that, that He will never leave you nor forsake you, that He is the God of forgiveness. He is the God that protects you. He is, I mean, there's so many scriptures. Amen? Amen? So we need to recognize, again, as we opened up with, there is the voice of the stranger that we reject and we will not follow, and we know the voice of God, therefore we will follow Him. Amen. And the scripture is that voice, praise God. It will be according to the written scripture and not contrary to it. The first and foremost way the Lord will speak to you and me is as you invest time studying His scripture. He has already spoken and He will continue to speak by the scripture itself. As you read it, as you study it, as you go back and forth and compare scripture with scripture, as you learn of him according to the written word, then he can take you into more intimacy with his, his uh, conviction within you. Amen? Praise God. So, first and foremost, the Lord will speak to you by the scripture. Then, hello, then as a tuning fork, we all know what a tuning fork is, strike the tuning fork, and it is the standard by whether... Uh, a certain instrument or even somebody singing is on note, on key. Amen? The, the tuning fork is the standard. The tuning fork determines whether the note is made or not made. The key is there or not there. Amen? And so it is with the scripture. It is the standard. It is the standard by whether we have heard God or we have not. Amen? Even as Jesus said, knowing his voice would be the, the determining factor of rejecting those that are not of his voice. Amen? Yes. The stranger. So the first and foremost way is by the scripture. We hear the voice of God by the authority of the scripture. We, we reject the voice of the stranger by the authority of the scripture. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, having said all of that, I want you to understand that the, the gifts of the Spirit are ours today, and that is also according to Scripture. And in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, you know, some people try to quote from 1 Corinthians, and they say that, you know, uh, that these things have ceased, the gifts of the Spirit. But if you read it, you'll see that knowledge has not ceased, Faith has not ceased. Are you listening to me? So the gifts of the Spirit have not ceased. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So they were all filled. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues 
They began to speak in other languages. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is the one that is to be glorified. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues or languages as the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, gave them utterance or ability to speak them. Amen? So I spoke another tongues for you just a few moments ago. I don't have that ability of myself, but I allowed the Holy Spirit to speak through me. Amen? And this particular gift, as you study it out, is according to our will. I will pray with the Spirit. I will pray with my understanding, the Apostle Paul said. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding. Amen. The Holy Spirit interacts with us and allows us to do that as we commit ourselves to do that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And also, He will allow you to get interpretation, and that's something you can grow in. Praise God. And that's also what I did. But in 1 Corinthians 12, we find the public use of these gifts, but there's also a private use. All of these public gifts are also privately used as well. But when we, when we begin to allow the Holy Spirit to speak in and through our lives, to operate in and through our lives, He will do this by the authority of Scripture. And these other gifts are also His way of speaking to us, showing us His will. But it's, again, according to His Word. If you get a prophecy, and it, you know, it's something so off the wall it is not even close to Scripture, then you need to, one, know that's not of God, and two, don't begin to speak it out for others to hear it. Amen? So it's so important that we gauge even the gifts of the Spirit by the written Word of God. Amen? Dear ones, uh, that's all I have to say tonight. But it's so important that we understand Scripture is the first step to hearing His voice intimately and knowing Him by the Spirit and knowing that voice that leads and guides us in our day by day. Amen? Amen? God bless you.